Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Planet PDX podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Dara McLean. She is a worship artist. She is a wife. She has been on multiple podcasts as well, and really excited just to be able to uh, have her on our show because she has so much wisdom to give. She also has a lot of um, just input on what's going on in the world now. And I really just respect her and what God's been doing on her heart. And yeah, I think she's just going to be a really amazing host to, or not host, an amazing guest to have on our show and to be able to um, just really. Uh, give some insight, help other creatives out there who are struggling or who are looking to get into the world of worship music and the, and the craziness right now. So, Dara, welcome to Point of PX Podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, of course. We're so stoked to have you on here as well. And um, so, Dara, where are you currently living at? I met you when, or I saw you over in Portland when you were working and doing stuff with the Collective Church, but do you, you don't live in Portland, do you? No, I mean, in my heart, I think <laughs> part of my heart lives there, um, but the majority of my heart lives in Texas. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a Texan. I am definitely a Fort Worthian. So my husband and I live in Fort Worth, Texas, and we really adore it. Awesome. So you've been there for how long? Um, I have been in Fort Worth since I was eight years old and I uh, just turned 34. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, that is amazing. Well, I hope that like you coming out to Portland's a really, a really uh, breath of fresh air and it's just like amazing as well for you whenever you come out here and do some stuff with us and do some stuff with the collective and to tell us time ministries. Um, so Definitely. people don't know you. So, and like, and we just would love to hear a little bit about you. Like, so you're a worship artist. You are a songwriter. You do songwriting retreats as well. So like, what would you say that like in the collective way that you, that you do? Like, I know that you love Jesus with all your heart and like, that's amazing. And, um, so, like, we said that you're an artist, you're a songwriter, you're a collaborator. Like, what, how would you kind of, like, define a little bit of, like, what it is that you do in the creative world? Um, I, I really love to bring out the beauty in others that they don't really realize that they possess. Mm. Um, and uh, doing that through a sense of establishing alignment and identity in like their original origin as a child of God with inherent value that cannot be rejected, cannot be taken away, 
um, and cannot be defined by anything outside of themselves. Um, and I think, you know, my, my own personal struggles with perfectionism and performance and, um, honestly feeling so internally beat down with like a religious shame cycle Mm. and just realizing it's because it was, um, meant to be my biggest strength. Um, and so it just, it makes total sense. Uh, you know, if you were to get to know a perfect enemy, they would always target your biggest strengths. And now, um, I, I just believe in a daily lifestyle of keeping everything exposed in the light. And so that anything that's not true to like who you are in Christ begins to shed off and fall off as a false self and not who you have ever been in Christ. And it's a completely different landscape. It's a completely different narrative. And I really believe it unlocks and frees people from the inside out. So it really is in one form or another, um, a freedom from religion ministry. Yeah. Come on. Like we, we know that religion is such a trap and like, there's such a, um, the pharisaical kind of way of living and like God is, God is totally against that. And Jesus even went and like went to the synagogues and different places and was flipping tables and saying, this is not my way. And, and when we can, when we see this, like, and we can actually like, we, our heart breaks, our heart like is so, um, it's, we just want them to encounter Jesus. We want them to actually like meet Jesus face to face because once you do that, there's no way that religion would ever like be able to enter the room because we we're all about having intimacy with Jesus and not about um, trying to perform or act or like be in this shameful or guiltful place where the enemy is, he's lurking in there too. He's like, oh, well, you didn't do enough. You're not this. You're not this. And all these different areas and aspects that, like, he can creep in and we actually believe. And then he, and then it starts to plant deeper seeds and roots in our heart and our mind that, like, Holy Spirit, like, wants to unlock us and free and, like, rip all that stuff out so that we can actually walk in the freedom that he's called us to be and also to see, like, those things that we have in our um in our life are actually that we've that we've gone through are actually pieces of our journey that we can actually share so like like you said like yeah. the things that we that we've walked that we struggle with are actually like the brightest things that we can actually live out and share and give and give and shed light like i'd love that you just said like you never want to live in the darkness you want to like live in the transparent light and as we know like there's so much darkness right now but like there's so much light at the same time i think that's like the most amazing thing because things are being shed in and sin is being exposed (laughs) and you know and with that like i i see and i know that the spirit is moving in such a powerful way um despite all the dark like there's so much light coming out too and you know people's hearts are are very tender right now. Like they're actually softened to be able to hear or being able to have the conversation or even be able to 
for the first time believe the gospel message. Yeah. Well, I think that it's it's come to a crucial um, cultural pinnacle point where really the only thing, there's really not um, middle ground mm-hmm. because the strategy of the enemy is it's you're with us or you're against us. And that is a demonic, divisive agenda that is spurring hate and division. And the Bible says where there is um, strife, where there's envy, where there's jealousy, where there's division, there literally is every evil work. Right. And so what's amazing is the, I really think the agenda, like the spiritual agenda that's attempting to happen God in his perfect parenting is exposing like, oh, you thought this was really probably going to divide people more like you got to choose a side. you got to choose a whatever, um, you know, there's not enough room for everyone, for family, for and actually what what is happening is I think either you choose real love and i'm not talking about a surface shallow again religious version of love that is void of truth Mm -hmm. Um, i'm talking about deep and wide inescapable perfect love of god that the bible says is actually the only thing that cannot fail and when we are open and humble and in need of the god on the inside of each other in every form in every fashion in every race and we're leaning in and we're able to say like my soul is already in lavish abundance and because of that i can only i can focus completely on my black brothers and sisters and i can lean in and i can learn and i can ask questions and i can love them so well Mm -hmm. because i need them my family's not complete without them. Like the rainbow's not complete without them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And exactly. so because of that, it's actually, it's actually exposing the areas where there has been a, the Bible talks about a form of godliness with no power. Mm-hmm. It's leading, it's leading everything that actually is truly meant for our destruction, even if it sounds like it's meant to unite us, like it's exposing all of the things that are, that are not actually real love. And that is going to change the world. Yeah. I think that's so well said, because like you said, like we have to love the God in each of us because we all have the like we all have God in us, like because we're all made in His image, and we all are, like have it in us, and we have. And the enemy is saying, it's either either one or the other, and like that's not what Jesus is saying. He's saying no, like it's fully surrendering. It's a full abandonment to yourself and saying, hey, like I don't, I don't want Stephen. I don't want Derek. I don't want. Poyama, I want Jesus and I want to live in this in this place where we can actually see our neighbor as our neighbor and see and love them as we love ourselves. Like and within that context, like there has to be such a greater depth of love that comes and and that just meaning that we have to actually see our brothers as brothers, we have to see our 
the strangers across the street or the people that we have never met as our family. And, and that's what it comes down to because now, like now, like God's doing a greater work. Like he's doing a a lot of stuff right now because we are all in the same place, like as the world and quarantining and phases and, you know, the riots and all that stuff for the first time, like we're all on the same on the same field and there's a place where we're like, wow, like I can actually relate to you because you're going through the exact same thing that I am. I can actually see you and understand you. And we need to understand that like that should be across the board. Like, okay, like now we can see each other and not compare each other. We can actually love each other and not look at each other and in comparison again and actually be like, no, like this are these are my family and I want and my brother is in need or my sister's in need and if one person isn't isn't living in that that abundance, living in that freedom, we're all not living in that freedom. Like it's that kind yeah. of place. So like we're as strong as our weakest as as our weakest um, family member, our team member, our band member, whatever it is. And if, but that member right now, they are knocked out cold. So we need to go do something about it. We can't live on the freaking sidelines and saying, oh, like, it's okay. Like, that, they'll just be okay over here. Like, we'll just put them in the hospital and they're going to be good. No, like, we have to literally go out of ourselves and say, this has to stop. Like, we cannot sit on social media anymore. We cannot go and add to the noise. We have to literally go and live in a way that says, this is love. This is not me standing on the other side saying that I love you, but, but (laughs) no, we're saying I love you. Let's go. Like, this is how we're supposed to love in action. Like, and you know, we, we can't be people that live on the sidelines anymore. Like social media is such a great escape for people to have that, that, you know, that ability. But like, I, I started a podcast the other day, like, we have to understand that that is no longer even doing anything. It's just adding to the, to the problem. <laughs> we have to literally go out and do something, whether that's sending emails, educating, sitting across the table with family members or friends that you, that, you know, maybe don't even know that they have privilege. Maybe they don't, don't know that they have some sort of, you know, like, um, something ingrained in them from their history that may be racist. Maybe it's something about greed, like they're getting all these checks in the mail and they're like, oh my gosh, like I have all this money now. I've made this money, much money in my life. And they're like, well, like if you didn't have that much money before, you don't need it. So like, how about you help your brother out and like give, like, how about you go and you like be part of the solution instead of just saying, oh yeah, I'm doing really well. I'm going to save all this stuff and send the sidelines. Like, no, like, it's about being a person of action, which is, which is actually being a person of love because love is completely a verb. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think there's two sides of the coin and they're two completely different things. Uh, I think um, everyone should be uh, knowledgeable mm-hmm. and, and should be. Um, you know, when things are presented on social media and on media in general, you need to research both sides of the story. 
you need to know the facts, the statistics. Um, you need to be willing to hear from people that you don't agree with or else you literally are what you're accusing. Yeah. And, and because facts are facts, right is right. And God's justice is perfect. And ours is often misaligned with what he calls judgment, what he calls mercy. Mm -hmm. Um, that is one side of the coin. And also more than anything, if, if we have never once actually been each other's enemies, even when we participate with the enemy in the way that we walk out our life or our ignorance or our hate, um, if you're operating in that, you are aligning to a, an, a, an agenda that is um, anti-love, anti-inclusion, anti-family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to, I really, really believe it's about living in the light of the mirror of the word of God daily because it exposes the areas where offense and hate and um, comparison and every single thing that got humanity into the place that it stands is either birthed from love or fear. Mm -hmm. And it's like when we're living in the light of God's love daily, it does not allow those places. So then we, we begin to heal each other as a society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And that is, and that is if you are leaning into the light of love unafraid, well, but how much more the people that are should, should have a, a banquet, um, an abundance on the inside of them as you, as you will prosper as your soul prosper. If your soul is prospering as a child of God, you don't have to keep saying, I'm prospering. My life matters. You can actually then make it about someone else. Yeah. So that is the other side of the coin because, because the Bible says that we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. Like if you don't think there's a spiritual agenda going on right now, then, then you haven't read the Bible. Like there is absolutely a spiritual Mm -hmm. agenda actually meant to divide, not unite. Mm -hmm. But because we know that, and we know that like God's perfect love is already winning, already victorious. He's never actually lost once. Like, you know, as dark as it looks, light is still prevailing and I'm going to be on the side of love and light. And I'm going to lean into that. So that's one side of the coin. And I'm not going to ingest something that I don't believe is truth or factual. However, put a period on that. The other side of the coin is when I am knee to knee with my brother and sister who are in need, the only thing that I can make it about that I get to make it about that I'm honored to make it about is them. Exactly. Because, because I am, I am full. But the truth is, as all of us are actual inherent children of God and our world cultural systems are actually, um, for races and for genders are actually coming up to the standard that actually God, you know, Jesus was the ultimate, ultimate liberator. Mm-hmm. He valued women in a way that they had never been valued and that they ha- should have always been valued. He valued all races. He valued ethnicities in a way that they should have always been valued that, that like atrocities, never, no one should have ever experienced that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. The difference is from a society perspective and from a generational perspective, I believe that the whole earth is, is coming to the full standard of 
inherent value as a child of God that should have always been. Mm. And that and that that Jesus was always speaking over over their lives. And now we get to be a part of the song he has always been singing over them as everyone fully takes their place as children of God. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's such a beautiful truth and a beautiful picture. Cause like I I know that like there were women in leadership and there were different women leading churches, house churches, oikoses, other kinds of things and like and the church today is just like exalt it's not even looking to the ways of Jesus, looking the ways of how can we control and how can we manipulate and how can we do these different things that we're seeing like from the New Testament of like you said, like Jesus looked at women in like such a like a beautiful way, and he like actually saw them as women of authority. Like he gave them, like there was so many like miracles that were happening in that, and different leaders that were that were going and like actually that they were pivotal for the movement of of Jesus' ministry while I was here, and like, and I th- I think that a lot of churches, a lot of people, they're like well, like, no, like, it needs to be a man that does this, needs to be, and, like, the man always. And I'm like, no, like, that is not what Jesus said. Like, he's like, no, like, women can totally be leaders. They can be pastors. They can be in these roles because they are equipped as well. They're not, they're not (laughs) ill-equipped, you know? There's, there's so much authority that he's given to them. And like, I think because people don't want to do the research, they don't want to look in and they don't want to like actually lean and see like, okay, like if I am curious about this or if I see this, I want to do more research and look into it and like actually love my sisters and love different cultures and different things. And I think a lot of people just want to take it off the surface to be like, well, I guess it's it kind of makes sense, but is it really what I want? Is it really worth it? And I'm like, yes, one billion percent, it is. And I think that's where we're coming to now. Is like people are going to love in the same radical way that Jesus um, loved and loves, <laughs> and like and I think that's what's coming to the light. And I think it's such. A beautiful, a beautiful thing. But of course, like it's it's going to be messy. It's going to be all these things because there's two spirits coming, like spiritual battles coming. Like it's the dark and the light coming in, like all at once. And like love will always, always conquer. Like love will always triumph. The light will always shine brighter. Like there's no darkness that can be come back into the into the light once it's exposed. And I think. Like now that there's so much um, light coming out now, like slowly but surely, like it's it's moving, and I think it's maybe even like larger than I than I maybe I perceive because I don't know. Like I'll be the first to admit, like I don't know everything that's going on, like behind the scenes, like and at the same time, like I'm just like saying, hey God, like I'm gonna just come to you and be on my knees and pray for for my brothers, my sisters, for our country, for our leaders, like, even if I don't agree with them, like, I'm still totally respecting them, 
because that's what we're called yeah. to do like to love them and to like to ask like the freaking heavens to come alongside us and like let let the angels and like let the armies of angels come along and fight like through and allow and trust like and allowing god to do what he's going to do and i think a lot of people they just they are so weary of letting god do be who he is and i think that is the that's what's happening now is like we're as a country, we're allowing God to be who he is because we have, our hands are tied. Like God's like, okay, I'm going to put you guys at a standstill. And like, literally you have to watch me work because like, this is the only way that's going to actually like work in everyone's favor. Like it's going to be the way that I established, I planned, I like foreseen and foredestined all this stuff to happen. And that's where it's coming down to. So, yeah good man this stuff gets me so on fire because i am so passionate about this as a man that is mixed race and has like a lot of like like different like family ethnicities and black and white and asian and um just the whole deal but like i don't look at it as like um separate i look at it as all the same like literally i'm like these are my family like and the world's my family because literally i can't i can't um, associate with like a certain race. I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm just mixed. I'm like a freaking person. Like that's what I am. I'm a child of God. Like, so like, I'm not saying I'm white, I'm black. I'm like, I affiliate with Jesus and like Jesus is all, it's for everyone. So like, I want to like love everyone and I want to be yeah. in that place that says, come, like let's have a conversation. Come, let's, let's bring differences and like see, shed light. Like as much light as we possibly can in the midst of all that difference and allow it to just be, be beautiful. Because if we can see each other, despite our differences, like the Holy Spirit will come, he will move and walls will be shattered. And it's going to be amazing because despite it, like there's still so much truth. There's still so much to learn. There's so much to embrace and to embody and like at the same time like if we're saying that we are too afraid or we're too whatever to to do that then we're just saying god's not enough and that is disgusting like that breaks my heart to even think that people can be in that place because like they they don't know the the true love of god like he's his love for us is abandoned it's it's completely like for us to the point that it doesn't even like it's reckless. I was like, it's that place where he's just saying, I want to lavish you so much in my love that I'm willing to go like beyond, like not, not even like thinking twice about, Oh, what about this? Like, Nope. Like I'm still going, like I'm going through walls. I'm going through lies, going through fear, going through all of the junk to get to your heart. Yeah. And like that. Yeah. That's a, um, I think that that's a really powerful and for me personally, a very, very accurate picture of God's relentless pursuit. You know, mm-hmm. it growing up, there was a, um, a strong like Christian movement, um, called God chasers. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a book and it was a thing and it was kind of like the purpose driven life. Um, and my, my dad would just always talk to me about like, is that, 
beautiful, like, and powerful and changed so many people's lives, like, that emphasis and that movement, absolutely. But it's, like, who's chasing who, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I would, I would say that we complete the circle, but we never began it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as, like, the the number one answer truth that um it really i believe is the only thing that can fill the void is knowing god's perfection towards us you know like knowing mother heart of god father neither male nor female he's literally everything you need in the moment mm-hmm. plus bonus the perfect comforter <laughs> yes. of the holy spirit come on like like <laughs> any anything could happen mm-hmm. you could lose anything you could go through anything and god would still perfectly be able to restore your soul and and there's nothing else that exists like that and anything that we think is good or beautiful or truth it's actually him and in in another form that we're not even maybe fully aware of yet but all of creation is is interceding for us to step into the full alignment and awareness of his pursuit of us yeah yeah that's that's so good i love that just being in alignment with his full pursuit. Like we're literally like standing right in his path and he's just coming and meeting us like with his love. Like he is just, it's like kind of like seeing like a runner or a racer, like going to like full blast on the last, on the last lap of their sprint. And they're just going to run into your arms and you're like, Oh my gosh, like this is intense. Like, this is so much because they're just putting their whole heart into that last 500 whatever feet or whatever it is where they have to run. And you're just like, once you hit it, once you get hit, like, you know, you're being in that full alignment with, with the Holy Spirit. And you and once you encounter it, there's no turning back to religion. There's no returning back to the ways of old. And, like, and I think that's what... Jesus is doing now. He's like, I want to, I want to encounter your life, and I want to actually have you be impacted like a wave, like being hit by a wave and being like, whoa, what was that? Like, this is insane. And like, like for me personally, like when I first encountered the Holy Spirit, like, because I grew up in like the church, and I was in this like, it's kind of like not safe to be in like a Holy Spirit filled church, and I was like, okay, like this is really weird. And then, like, I just started to just go off my own little path. I was like, okay, I'm veering away from this because, like, this is what I've been so used to. And I don't really, like, think it's the right way. I feel like it's just, I'm limited. Like, I don't want to be limited. God says that I am a full child that is living in freedom. I feel like there's chains all around me. So, like, I am going to, like, just go and veer on a different path. And I went to uh Bethel <laughs> and like and they were my family was just like Stephen where are you going I'm like oh I'm gonna go go do like go to different church service like this morning and all this stuff and like throughout that 
they were like, okay, like, sounds good. Like, where are you going? Like, oh, like, I'll just tell you about it later. Because I knew that they would, like, kind of be in this weird place if they knew. But, like, I just felt so strongly in my spirit, like, that I had to go. And I went there and I got encountered and I, like, got free from all this religiosity. And it was just, like, oh, a breath of fresh air. It was amazing just because I actually, for the first time, like, was feeling my spirit come alive, feeling my heart like actually be like encountered and be comforted to be loved, to be lavish and like be completely smothered with the love of God. And I was like, this is what it's all about right here, guys. Like, and to be like activated in the gifts, to be activated in my, my prophetic and activated in my, and my supernatural like gifts and beliefs and like just to see God for who he is. And I was like, yeah, there's no, like I am no longer going to this place, like, but I'm going to tell everyone about like what I experienced and like who God is. And like, maybe that maybe it's, it's okay to be weary, but it's not okay to be so afraid to the point that you don't do anything about it. Like we have to like be people that educate and say, Hey guys, like, I know that this is different but we have to be people that embrace the radical changes that actually cause life changes for the world. We can't live in this bubble. We can't live in this comfortability. Like that is not what God has called us to live in. He's not called us to be comfortable in this world. He calls us to be in the world, but not of the world. He calls us to be in it for his kingdom. And this kingdom is an upside-down kingdom. It's one that is going to be radically transforming the lives of everyone you encounter because they get to be able to be impacted by the Holy Spirit. And I think that's the most important thing for us to, to like actually fully focus on, like is loving, loving the God in each person, seeing them as a child of God. And calling out their calling out their true identity i think that's oh man like i start to, start to cry this is so good <laughs> man um <laughs> oh man just like it's just a place where oh man where people just really need so much just to see them as a gift see them as a child see them as as God's beloved and through that like we can actually pull out all of the crap all of the junk all of the hatred that has been been like beaten into us by education or by religion or by just history and say no like this is where this is where it stops like this is where it needs to stop and we need to actually do a full-on repentance, turn 180, and start running and being history makers and be way makers for for our brothers that are still in the in the world's way. <laughs> and like, yeah. oh, okay, Whew, you can <laughs> go like, man. <laughs> I love that. I love your passion. Oh, it's so powerful. You gave me just tearing up over there. <laughs> it's good man let it flow tears are always welcome Ooh, man mm. ah. 
Yes, man. So like you can obviously know my passion and my heart for my brothers and sisters is real. It's raw. It's it's there. Yeah. Well, it's necessary. Oh, it's necessary yeah. for what God's going to do in and through you. And I think it's beautiful. Mm, thank you. Well, I would love to talk about a little bit of your a little bit of your music stuff as well. Um, because I know that you have a very anointed voice and gift and calling that has really rocked my world a lot and has really um, just been a really big blessing to many people. So I would love to hear a little bit about your not really creative journey. I think that's really like not the right word for it, but I would say like, how did you like, how did you know that God was calling you into the ministry of, of worship and into like the freedom ministry through, through worship? Um, it's just never not been there. And I think, um, I don't know. I can't speak to anyone else's story. I just know that my parents were a major part of my story and they saw something whenever I was young and they actually called it out and they actually invested in it. And, um, I think that they were uh, the first ministry partners I ever had. I don't think I know that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it created a, a world for me where I could really 100% um, focus and lean into and develop the thing that I felt called to do. And I, I am so thankful. I'm so humbled by, um, you know, that being my story. I could have, I could have been born somewhere else, experienced something completely different, but I honor the Lord for my story. And, um, and my heart's desire is in any area where there has been devastation and I've seen God restore it, not just a hundred percent, but lavishly time and time again. Um, uh, now I do not agree with the sentiment. Like it's not about me. It's not for me. Um, I don't agree with that. I, I believe that if you don't know, uh, God's obsession over you as an individual, not because of what you do, not because you're a product for the church, but because you, you alone are a child of God, then you will simply be a worker bee. And I know that that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, it leaves your soul vanquished and that, that was not, um, spiritual abundance. Um, so I, I have just had a constant journey of reinforcing identity and communicating God's perfect character and nature, whether I understand um, what's happening, what, whether I understand the painful circumstances or not, but finding God in the hardest places of my life and seeing um, seeing him still be perfectly good uh, and redeem what I thought was lost. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm hooked. Like 
you know, God is, God's the only person that you can be completely your ugliest and your neediness and your most codependent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only one that you can have a safe obsession and addiction with and to, and it leads you to health and wholeness every single time. And that is crazy to me. That has, that has given God alone the place to be the lover of my soul, you know, because no one is that good. No one is that trustworthy. Um, and God is so perfectly that time and time again. So, you know, uh, through the different seasons of my life that have led up to, I was with a, a major record label for the last 10 years and gosh, what a beautiful journey learned so much. Um, and, and, you know, everything belongs so thankful for that partnership. And I, I had a great experience with a label. It's just when it started, it was right. And when it ended, it was right, you know, and mm-hmm. so I good. just, about 10 years in, um, I, God really gives me a lot of like visuals. Like I don't see, you know, like visions in front of me, but I see a lot like in my mind's eye. Um, and I just saw this picture of myself, like with a baby blanket and, um, and I, and I felt like I saw God like cut an umbilical cord and he was just like, year enough you can stand on your own two feet you and me can be enough in this season like do you this really has nothing to do with anybody else or anything outside of yourself but do you believe that that could be enough and that was the scariest thing because when you have you know a multi-million dollar organization backing supporting you saying that you're good at what you do and good enough to be a product um you find out really quickly where your security is Mm, and you just get another opportunity to get more deeply planted in perfect security. So, um, it was just time and, uh, my label was really good to me and really let me easily get out of my contract, which, uh, you know, it's not always heard of. Yeah. And that, that same year, um, I did a Kickstarter And, uh, I started the campaign, um, on my 20th birthday. Uh, I'm so sorry, May 20th (laughs) on my birthday. Um, yeah, I wish that was awesome. Uh, and I, and that was last year. I turned 33, May 20th of last year. We started the campaign, um, you know, by the grace of God raised uh, a little over 35,000 and, um, and then, uh, have been on the journey ever since. So, uh, then the next step was, you know, praying through three different producers. I had waited, um, like I've always been making music. I've always been writing. I've always been putting out like singles and things like that here or there, Mm -hmm. but an actual record, it had been, I had not put out like a full length record since 2013. Wow. Um, but I've done a lot of, you know, like video projects and mm-hmm. singles and I'm really passionate about. And, and actually uh, what, I, what I stepped into in between then, then was really like um, a more of like the world of a worship artist. And so I was working with a lot of like making a lot of records with groups of people that I just want. We were a part of a tribe and we were making records together. So that was also the in-between. 
Hmm. And um, then just putting out another solo record. I'd already waited so long that, you know, I just really wanted to get it right. But man, getting it right, even that language, it's so relative. It's just, again, all of this, all of this has been part of my own personal journey. And, you know, like the fear of things being perfect uh can keep you from doing anything at all you know and and i have navigated and do navigate all those things so all that to say finally picked the producer and the um the producer that i'm working with his name is david leonard and he was an amazing band called all sons and daughters and oh yeah um yeah and then he stepped out as a solo artist Mm -hmm. uh as well as a producer for for some of the most you know beautiful movements that have impacted me in worship culture today Mm. so uh his first available to make a record was april of this year and so you know we started may 20th we raised the money and then april of you know 2020 was supposed to be it and then COVID happened yeah um and all I can say is that God is brilliant and a baller and just knew just the more that you marinate the more that you incubate again I'm not talking about not stepping out because of fear sure all of that can be mixed in there but it's just like if we really just lean in to God's timing, it's pretty, ma- it's masterful. Yeah. And so it stops frustrating you and you just start realizing like, oh, there was more there to be unpacked. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to rest. I'm going to replenish. I'm going to let things get exposed that are just not helpful. Like the even like, am I getting this right? you know, mindset, like, why is that even still a part of the equation? You know what I mean? Exactly. So so anyways, uh, yeah. So I, you know, have a a tons of songs that I've just been writing and collecting and worshiping with people all over the world for the last however many years have put them all into one place. And, um, and finally we, uh, have a new date. And so I start pre-production for the record, uh, this month. Whoa. Nice. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. So, yes. Yes. So um, long story short, um, yeah, I think heart surgery, encounter, mm-hmm. worship, folk, soul, you know, like raw, real. I mean, it's all in there. And so we'll see. We'll see what it's going to be. I, I don't have any boxes. Good. I don't have any requirements. Yeah. Uh, I want to... Um, be so proud of like giving back to God the thing and the songs and the music and the style that I believe that he gave me. Then second to that, um, I want it to minister and bless the crap out of people. (laughs) Come on. Yes. Um, So I believe that (laughs) God knows how to do that. Yeah, he does. I want to just pause really quick because you're just spewing and I love it. Um, but I think it's really important for people to actually hear what you just said about like the marination and the heart surgery. It's such, I think a lot of times like we as artists, as people, as whatever, like we have a really hard time in that marinating 
phase, that heart surgery phase, because we are so focused on production. Like we, we want so bad to, to create and go and to do and produce and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I think it's such a beautiful picture that we all are hopefully learning is that so much is actually done in the stillness. Um, and we can actually bring like a lot more potent and a lot more flavorful content if we actually sit and let it like resonate, let, let our um, heart that's been under the microscope, under the, the blade that cutting out all the junk that wasn't like, wasn't invited there, but it was brought in there. Like get that out of here so we can actually like bring such a potent, like um, sharp and amazing song or whatever product to the to the front line and we can actually pierce the heart because like that's what we want to do as as artists as creatives as worshipers like we want people to encounter the heart of god we want people to encounter the the love and to be able to see it in such a tangible way that they're just like there's no other thing in this room there's no yeah. other thing in this in this song there's another thing that actually can make me feel something this strong and i just really like want to like just honor you and that because like that's what's been happening like for so many artists out there right now but a lot of them are like well how do i do like live stuff now how do i figure out this other like platform like how do i create and produce and blah 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 but like, no, guys, like, it's okay to be in the stillness. Like, don't be afraid of it. For so long, I was afraid of it. Like, and I just was like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Like, why am I so paranoid about being still? And like, God has just been like, Stephen, like, right in the stillness, like, sit in the stillness. Let me let me do the work. Let me let the songs come out and like when when I write songs, I'm like, wow, like where did that come from? I'm just like blown away to a place of humility, a place of surrender. And I'm like, if I like just sing, sing this song and I'm like, like on the floor weeping or I'm, I'm on my floor in surrender, like, wow, like that was not my song. Like that is not anything that came from like this. This was all the Holy Spirit like coming out. My My spirit just like, literally manifested itself and said here we go we're going out and like and that's what i want every single time so like it's it's caused a a shift in my and my approach to to writing it's caused a shift to my approach to worship to my approach of leading whatever that looks like and i don't really like that that um verbiage or word because it's been so jeopardize but like i just want people to encounter so like, i'm not i want to lead people to the encounter of god not to this whatever like it is in the religion world like i want to i want just to be a vessel for people to like see the holy spirit move and to see people like just literally like be at a full surrender 
and be fully lavished and be fully <laughs> just um, embodied and embraced by by the Lord. And yeah, so I just really want to honor you in that, Dara, like that you, yeah, like just marinating and just letting it actually be, letting, letting the heart surgery be done is such a, it's an honorary thing. And a lot, and it's very rare that people are like, I want to go into this. I want, I want it because I know that I'm going to come out so much stronger and so much brighter and so much more in alignment with what God's doing. But it's not mm-hmm. like it's an easy choice. It's not like, hey, like, let me sign me up for surgery. Let me go in right now. Like, it's like, God, I'm here. I surrender. And I want, I want your best. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm not sure why the very thing that we want, we run from and we fight from. I mean, we, we, we fight with. I actually, I think that the, I think that what the light is getting us to is like, when you know that, like, oh, this is actually the thing I've been fighting for, like within myself, like this is actually the thing that I, I've wanted and everything else has just been trying to get in, in the way of me resting in that. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I think that it's, it's the perspective of heaven and, you know, my, um, friend, my brother friend who I adore Cody Carnes mm-hmm. has, you know, that song that talks about, um, uh, what is the song lyric about scales on your eyes? Oh, uh, he's, oh my gosh. I mean, I mean it. It's one of my favorite songs of his anyways. Um, it talks about scales on your eyes and that's really what it is. Like actually my daily narrative that is now my lifestyle of prayer and lifestyle of meditation and not a to-do list and not something that I'm like, you know, uh, get into a performance with spending time with God, but also again, full truth that says like, if I don't know what his words it, both in encounter and also written word, rhema word. Like if I don't have a fresh word from the heart of God for me on a daily basis, I will be hungry and I will eat from the wrong things. That is just period. End of story. That's how we were created. Yep. And so yep. it just proves my dependence, like be freaking codependent on Jesus, yeah, you know, totally. Um, uh, but how I get to the table is is equally important you know do i constantly have this underlying sense of condemnation that actually keeps me from having beautiful encounter with god that actually changes is changing and transformative like do i read the word and already feel condemned because i still haven't done enough or am i using the word to like hurt other people and it's not actually like penetrating my heart you know what i mean yeah totally like all of those things can be coming to the table which is why like i actually for me my first prayer because i know who i am apart from my true self in christ like i know my false self well now and it's 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 full of the fear and the insecurity and the identity crisis that the enemy would love to keep me chasing my tail in for the rest of my life, which is not ever who I've actually been hidden in Christ. And so my daily picture is 
I see Father God, I see Jesus, and I see Holy Spirit, and I put my forehead to the forehead of Jesus, and I say, like, I am exchanging my thoughts for your thoughts. I'm exchanging my heart for your heart, my needs for for what you know I need, like my wants, my desires, like let me have an exchange today. God, I want to see things the way that you see them. If I've seen them in a way that has been causing division and destruction and pain, and it's just been a setup for me that I would begin to see the way that you see on anything. God, you have the right, you have access to any part of me that I've compartmentalized, you know, that I don't even know needs changing. Mm. And I trust you. And when you give God that invitation, you don't have to have the answers. You don't have to know how to self-help and fix and heal. All of creation will start partnering in your transformation process. The right books will come to you. The right people meant to bring righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. They will begin to be attracted to your story and to your narrative because there will be an internal magnet that, that is no longer covered by debris of like thinking you have to self-protect and you can't even begin to ask for help. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, yeah, it's so, it's so crazy that, like you said before, like it's, we want to run from those things, but at the same time, those things, like are, they're chasing us, like those things that are actually for our good, for our health, for our best possible life, they are literally chasing us because that's how God's heart is. It's in a relentless pursuit for our heart. And he just wants us to stop and to say, hey, like, I want you to take a moment to remember who you are and actually, like, do a 180 and say, hey, here I am. And to understand that God has been with you the whole time that you've been running away or the time that you've actually been pursuing him. And he doesn't want you to come to the table with, fear or any kind of guilt or baggage like he wants to or burden like he wants to come to the table like ready to receive and ready to be um just lavished with with himself and i think that's a place where people we all like not just like general like all of us are or just coming to the place of like well am i able to come to the table because i am like, am I good enough or am I worthy? Like, and we are, like we totally are, but, but our culture and our, and our flesh wants us to be like, well, you didn't do enough. You didn't read your word enough. You weren't like abiding enough. Like, were you really like thinking of this? And like, no, God says like, come, come and let me deal with that. Come and let me like help you and surrender. Like, don't feel like you have to live in the religion kind of place of you have to earn earn your keep. Like, no, he says, like, it's already been bought fully. Like, whatever you do, it's because I've already paid it, paid it forward. Like, everything has already been established, done, completed. The work is finished. Now enter into my rest and let me enter enter into my completely like fulfilling life for you and let it be my masterpiece 
that is being actually embodied and like put into into full um, walk and full um, nature, like because he's he's the one that that does all the work. He's the one that like creates the things and he puts it all into our life. Like all these different people that we know and have met, like there's no coincidences. It's the Holy Spirit saying, "Here, Dara. Here, Stephen. Here's your here are your brothers and sisters. Here are your people that are going to help you move." in this kind of place and like i want you to love all people in the same way that you see cody or you see phil wickham or you see john former dara or like whoever it is that you that you like love so deeply but like i want you to love all people in this radical transformable way and yeah. like and for us to come to the table like ready to just be encountered like like, that should be a place where, like, I want to run to the table. Like, I want to, like, God, like, I'm wanting to get there and, like, just sit at the table and, like, Jesus, here you are. Like, let me just give you the biggest hug. Let me give you the, like, let me just, like, feel you and be with you. And, like, I want to just spend all of my day with you in your presence because I don't want to go anywhere without it. And, like, yeah, man, this has been an amazing, amazing, amazing episode. Like, I just have Holy Spirit chills all up and down it's been like so good just to just know that god is going to use this in such a powerful way and that this this episode this like message that we are just spewing out like the lord is just like spewing it it's not even it's not even us like i don't feel like it's anything of, of us i feel like it's just the holy spirit just going and he's just like yep here here it is like like just everyone's just coming and just like eat it up and like be filled and be encouraged and be empowered. Um, so yeah, I'm just so Beautiful. so thankful, Dara. Like it's been such an honor to be able to have you on and to be able to to hear and to be able to share and to be able to do what God has been already doing in our hearts. Like it's not like we had we had an agenda on this but like we are just literally just abiding and mm. like and i can feel it and i can see it and i can hear it like throughout all of it um i would love to like hear um just like one one word because there's been such powerful words of of i'm i would say prophetic in here like and just like words of knowledge to you for so many listeners out there. Um, but what would you say would be the most impactful way for people that are entering into the sphere of, of art and of wanting to be a minute, a ambassador for the kingdom and the creative world? What would your word of wisdom be for that? Like for them to, have the potency to have the um, impact that that you have that we and like so many other people have like experienced like what is like one thing that you would like to strongly encourage someone to to press into and lean into I the few things that are coming to my heart is I would um, just begin to ask God 
um, give him an invitation to invade every area of your like spirit, soul, body on a daily basis. Um, and the Bible says that you have not because you ask not and to just begin asking on purpose Mm. um, and really realizing that even from a biblical perspective, God is on the edge of his seat waiting for you to ask and waiting to be a part of the story. And I think that, you know, if God's heart can get broken, I think it would be broken over us not experiencing the fullness of what he has made available through Jesus. And so I would say on a daily basis, ask God to give you a hunger to discover a lifestyle of daily encounter Mm. um, where the whole person the whole essence of who God is and his heart for you and for humanity begins to be the ocean that you get swept up in daily. Yeah. And that river, like that flow, that body of water, it will take you to places you could never have gone to on the shore. And it's just true. And it sounds maybe weird or artistic or, uh, hippie-ish. And... Or even cliche too. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Like cliche. Like can people like, oh, like just like, just trust God and like it'll all work out. But like, like I think like it's such a greater depth than just saying it. It's like that place that you're, you're saying, God, I want to invite you to be my business partner. I want to invite you to be my like to be all in this like every single crevice that is in whatever it is that i'm pursuing i want it to not be the pursuit of photography or music or video or podcasting i want to be the the pursuit of your heart god like i want it to be your work your masterpiece like in this and when once we surrender everything to him and say hey, like, actually, like, my business partner, like, is Jesus Christ. And, like, he is someone that I am, like, looking to and on the best journey. And he's for me. He's literally for everything that is going on. And he, like, wants the best for all of it. Like, that's when we go on this crazy adventure. And it's amazing because, like you said, like, we're going to go out into the ocean. We're going to be swept up and we're going to be like going into crazy lands and different places that we never thought like we would be in, like going into record labels and going and doing crowdfunding or going into different areas and meeting people that we have never thought we would meet or have impact on their life that we never thought that we would have. And like, and that's not a hippy dippy way of saying it. It's like, it's the truth. Like it's a way of saying, Hey, actually, like I wanted this to be, a completely Holy Spirit filled uh, business venture. I don't want it to be a Stephen or a Dara or all these other people, man, like venture. I want it to be Holy Spirit, let's go. Like, I want your heart. I want your mission because I know that that's going to be the best and the most like insanely radical one that's going to 
to literally leave a transformation on every person's life, even if I don't see it in the moment, I know that that heaven is partnering with me and partnering with us and and like heaven's rejoicing wherever we go, whatever's whatever word we're saying, whatever act we're doing, heaven is in alignment with it. And I want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So I I just think to say spend time with God every day is something that is said always and most people don't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I'm is invite God into like that the process of like, God, would you give me a hunger for, for authentic, genuine encounter of you? And I am saying today, I'm giving you an invitation to invade and like, just lead me, lead me to that river, like lead me to living water that I would be able to see every time. I think I'm the one that has to be in control because I'm in fear or I'm in striving. So I get out of that body of water and I think that I can make it happen on the shore. Mm -hmm. Well, like ultimately there's not righteousness, peace and joy there because you're in control. Um, I would also say to release all expectations of Mm. what defines worldly success, especially for an artist. Like it can only mean touring. It can only mean working with artists. It can only mean labels. It can only mean X, Y, and Z, whatever your profession is. Um, And is it a lot of those things? Yes, absolutely. Could it be none of those things and even better things? Yes, absolutely. If you just say yes and you lean in and you're open, it will be the best for you. And that's not to say don't uh, write the vision, make it plain, have amazing big dreams and goals. The difference is you're saying, God, you have the trump card because you're never going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. You're never going to set me up for, for failure. You're always going to protect me. You're only good, like God, good, devil, bad. And so if that's the case, then, okay, I'm going to dream with the Holy Spirit and I'm going to ask for impossible things. Joyce Meyer said, I would rather ask for everything and get 90% than ask for nothing and get 100%. Mm. Because God won't give it to you if it's not best for you anyways. And right. the stuff that you make happen that's not good for you, God can still redeem. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, yeah, it's way bigger. His goodness is perfect when you just lean in. Um, and honestly, he's too good to mess this up. Like, we, mm. he's too good for us to mess this up, ultimately, is what is how I feel, like what I believe. And so, um, and then the third thing that I would say is start looking up specific resources, YouTube's, uh, verbiage that has to do with true self versus false self. Mm. Um, and it's a whole different kingdom, kingdom language and renewed mindset that actually is probably the most powerful tool of walking out. Like I know the scriptures that say I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, but how do I live that out in my daily life? And this language is causing that revelation to come in my life, like fully alive, where the struggles and the striving of things that have happened in the past, I'm actually finding soul, like soul rest. And it's producing things in a way that I wasn't able to produce in the past because it's coming from a place of like rest and truth and authenticity. So true self versus false self, um, Guy Finley, um, uh, the essential laws of fearless living, um, 
part of my journey kind of started there. That's a resource I would recommend. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what comes to the surface for me. Yeah. I think that's a lot. That's a lot of, uh, with good wisdom there and practical things as well for people to like actually go and do. And I think that's amazing. Um, honestly, I think that's going to lead a lot of, um, true North joy and true North identity. I think that's what we want. We want people to know who they are and they also want them to, um, fully, um, live out who they were meant to be and, and to not do it in the alignment of the world because the world is, as we know, it's, it's so messy and it's so, there's so many different things that we can actually, um, like feel and believe, but like at the end of the day, like we really want to like, just give it back to our dad and be like, Hey daddy, like I love you. And I like want your best. And I want to like, have you be so proud and like, not in a way of like works or whatever, but like in a way of just saying, I want you to be carrying me like through, through it. And I want it to be your, your work and not, and not mine. So yeah, yeah. I really, it's really good. man, there, we have to definitely like have you back on like in the future. I would love just to like, just to see what uh, happens. Like I know you're gonna be going into like production and going into recording and I'm so excited to be able to um, promote your stuff and obviously like buy, like I love, 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 love what you're doing. And I like just simply like partnering with you and just what you're doing with heaven is just amazing. So how can people find you on social media, on like your website, um, if they want to like reach out to you, like what's the best way if they have any questions or any kind of like, just, I know you do, um, also apparel. So like, how can they support you and find you on, uh, either the social media or websites? Uh, yes. Thank you so much for that. Um, I am super thankful for social media. I think it's an amazing tool to stay connected and to love on people. Use it use it that way so uh yeah um it's just at dara mclean m-a-c-l-e-a-n on all things um every music platform every social media and youtube platform um and then people can check out my dot uh, com as well and i'd love to stay connected awesome and yeah dara thanks so much for your time for all that you've given to us and like we're just so yeah, so blessed to be able to have you on and like it and I'm speaking that for myself and also our listeners as well and we're just super stoked just to see what God does. Thank you, man. Oh, I super appreciate your time. I love what you're doing. Love your passions and uh thanks for letting me be